0: that's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com Hey there. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you for tuning in. If you are new to the show, this is the place you want to come to learn how to have it all. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I'm a balanced lifestyle coach. And I've figured out a few things about living an abundant, loving life. That's the A-L-L in having it all. And this podcast is where I share what I've learned. And everything I talk about on this podcast comes from making lots of mistakes, having some major breakdowns, and facing my biggest personal fears, and coming out of the other side. So I absolutely love helping others and If you can get something from my sharing today on this episode and all the other ones in the archive, then I really feel like I'm doing my job. So I publish every single Tuesday, and there are tons of episodes back in the catalog because I have been doing this show for about five years now. So you can pretty much find an episode on something that's relevant to you. So please hit subscribe, hit that subscribe button on whatever app you are using right now to listen to this on. And also, leave me a rating and review. I love the feedback. If you want to reach out to me directly, you can hit me up on my email. I'm at Matthew, excuse me, I'm Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. That's my email. Or you can go over to Instagram and shoot me a DM. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. So, if you did not catch my announcement in the earlier episodes for the month, I am doing all episodes from the archives, from the back catalog for the month of March, as I'm taking some time to travel and spend time with family and also work on some new episodes for you. So we've been doing some really cool stuff this this month, and uh, it's been cool to kind of go back into the archives and see what all is there. Today's episode is all about optimizing your day by having an effective morning and nighttime routine. It's called the morning and nighttime routines that helped me win at life. And many, many years ago, I was really obsessed with optimizing my life, what they call life hacking. And I used to, to try to optimize all the different areas of my life, from my work to my family life to my free time, my play time, all of it. And I tried a lot of different things, particularly morning routines and evening routines. And I used to read tons of different books and articles and watch all these YouTube videos and stuff from all these gurus out there who had, you know, had all these different habits and routines that they sweared by. And I tried a bunch of them. And what that helped me do is ultimately, I figured out a secret to this stuff, to creating morning and nighttime routines that work for you. And I'm gonna be sharing that with you in this episode along with some of the things that I do to give you a glimpse in into how I, quite frankly, have it all. So it's a really op- awesome episode. I'm excited for you to check it out. And please let me know what you think. Again, you can email me at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com or you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode for you. So that's it. Keep being awesome and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up, what's up? Welcome to the podcast, Matthew Bivens here, and I am so thrilled that you have decided to hang out with me for a few minutes today. Truly grateful and appreciative, whether or not this is your first time listening or your 10,000th time. <laughs> if you if you listen 10,000 times, then that means you've listened to uh, each episode a whole lot, and that's pretty cool. So just grateful that you're here, and I'm excited for today's conversation. Today we're talking about my morning and evening routines. And the reason why I'm so excited about this is because I have been asked about this a number of times from you all. I've gotten messages and emails and things like that, just asking what are some of the rituals that I do in the morning or some of the habits that I've created over time that help me to essentially seize the day. And so I'm going to dive into those and really unpack what I do in the mornings and what I do in the evenings to help me have an awesome, awesome day. Before we do that, I want to share some magic. Now, you remember that magic is your ability to influence yourself, other people, and life in a powerful way. And so, my magic is happening right now, and it is because of a, well, my grandmother transitioned recently. She uh, she transitioned about a week ago, and she was 95 years young. She lived a full, amazing, rich, beautiful life. And her transition into the next realm of time and space was so incredibly peaceful. It happened in her home, in her bed, and she had her daughters with her and her pastor reading to her. And really, you couldn't ask for a more peaceful uh, way to go. And so, you know, when that and those types of things happen... Um, your Your normal plans get disrupted, obviously, and uh, for us, we're going to be traveling down to her services and really her her life celebration party. you know because that's how my family is, is, is looking at this. How, that's how everybody is um, really experiencing this, you know this service to honor her. It's not a sad occasion. It's really a celebration. Um, in fact, Uh, My aunt, when she reserved a block of hotel rooms, she reserved them under the name Bivens Celebration of Life. So I love that. I love how intentional that is. So with that happening, we are now going to be traveling. And, you know, there's a lot of costs associated with traveling. And so I'm so grateful uh, for this magic because over the last, I don't know how many months, maybe six to 12 months, Sarah and I have been building up an emergency fund. And so now we get to use that emergency fund to pay for this trip. And it's it's such a it's such a a a you know relief, honestly, that we don't have to worry about money right now. Because when these sorts of things happen, you know, your emotions are 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 caught up in the event and you wanna be with family and, and you're you know, you're going through that process, the the grieving process and all of that. And the last thing you want to think about is money. Like, how am I going to get down there? And so for us, you know, it's really magical that we put in the time over the past year to build up our emergency fund to $1,000. And so that money is going to pay for our Airbnb. It's going to pay for our food. It's going to pay for uh, getting the car fixed up and, you know, topping off everything before we hit the road. And we're gonna have a lot left over, and so it's just magical to have that to have access to that and um you know this this episode isn't about finances, but I highly highly recommend you start and build an emergency fund if you have not already and one thousand dollars is what I recommend having in there in cash, you know or something that you can can get very very quickly and yeah it's 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 such a relief to have that and so that is my magic for today, and I'll be posting that magic on the Your Day Balance Game app, and that's where you can see all of my habits, all the things that I do. Actually, a lot of the stuff I'm going to be talking about in today's episode are different habits that I have on the app. So you can watch me there, and you can see all my magic, and, and you know, just engage in a cool way. And that's over at the Your Day Balance Game app, and there's a link to that in the show notes for this episode purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply and so let's uh let's talk a little bit of about listeners let's talk about you because i love just showing you love and gratitude uh when you reach out to me when you leave reviews on itunes and all that great stuff so today's listener love goes out to Lindsay, and Lindsay reached out after listening to i think it's the episode that was published right before this one Um, And that's the one called A Message to Younger Me About School and Work. And in that episode, I essentially talked to my younger self, uh, you know, during my time of high school and college and working and just told myself to relax. Ah, I was so stressed out in those days. And so Lindsay listened to that episode and she reached out to me and it was great. You know, she connected with a lot of the stuff and really her message to her younger self has to do with relaxing as well. Just chill out. You know, don't worry about, about money and student loans. Like, stop comparing yourself to others. And so, Lindsay, I'm super grateful to you that you would reach out and connect and start a conversation with me. And um, I encourage everyone, go listen to that episode. Again, it's called A Message to Younger Me About School and Work. Go check it out. And I would love to hear your messages that you would say to your younger self. You know, what would you tell younger generations if you could pass some of your wisdom down. And I want to accumulate a lot of, of those, uh, those little um, those messages and read them on a podcast. I'll do an entire episode just about your messages to your younger self. So go listen to the previous one and then email me and send me the message that you would send to your younger self. And you can send that to mattcbivins at gmail.com. And just like Lindsay, I will read them in an episode all on their own. So once again, thank you, Lindsay. Now, let's let's talk about routines. Let's talk about routines. Um, This was a fun one for me because I was not always intentional about my morning and evening routines. Um, For most of my life, I would simply just get up and fall into whatever was in front of me. And a lot of times, the falling happened before I even got out of bed. Because I would think about some of those things that I had to do, quote unquote, had to do or didn't want to do in the day. And I, it would create you know, anxiety and stress within me before I ever got out of bed. And then I would carry that with me through the day and just sort of stumble and, and do all my stuff. But now I am super intentional with my morning routine and my evening routine. And for me, they are so, so important and whenever I do them, because I don't always do them, whenever I do them, I feel tremendously better, more effective, more peaceful, more patient, more productive, more passionate. You know, I, f- I just feel like I'm being my greatest self. I feel like I'm living into my mission statement when I start my day off on a powerful note. And I end my day off with with some intentional things, and so you know there's so many people who've talked about the importance of you know uh, morning rituals and evening rituals, and i'm I think every big entrepreneur out there, every entrepreneur for a tech company, you know, they all wake up at five a m and they all swim twenty laps and meditate for an hour and a half and you know drink green smoothies and all that. like everybody's got some sort of of testimony on their morning ritual. And so mine's not quite like that. I think mine's a little bit more, uh, for me at least, it's a little more practical. Um, but it is very intentional. It is very, very intentional. Now, before I dive into some of the specifics, I'll let you know, this is my ideal morning and evening ritual. It's what I strive for. It is not what I do every single day. You know, I've got a almost a two-year-old. And sometimes she does not want me to do the things that I would like to do in the morning and I just got to flow with it. So some weeks I might do these rituals, these routines once a, one time out of seven days, you know, and I'm just grateful for that one day. Other times I'm, I'm batting seven for seven and I'm knocking them out every single day. And you know, I guess the average is somewhere in the middle and that's cool, you know, but I do have an ideal, uh, an ideal place that I, I strive to be. Uh, when it comes to how I want to start my day and end my day. And so I just want to put that out there because I think it's easy to to hear what I'm about to share and be like, oh my gosh, that's what he does every day? Like, I'm nowhere near that. And start the whole comparison thing and then judging yourself and then shaming yourself and guilting yourself. No, 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 no. None of that stuff. We're not, we're not, we're not having any of that shit. That is not productive. This is not what this is about. This is about being intentional. This is about setting yourself up to have the best experience and create the best results that you can. And each one of us can get intentional about what puts us in the most powerful place, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, what puts us in our best state, right? My optimum state is going to be different than yours. It's going to be different than Mark Zuckerberg's and all those people that her talked about in all the blogs about morning routines. So just use this as You know ideas giving you some inspiration and you know if you were like me if you're like a lot of us who didn't have any sort of intentional routine maybe you get one thing from this that you want to try yourself and I've got stuff in here that are super easy to do so let's let's start with morning so really in my in the morning before I get out of bed I will set my intention for the day and I do that in my mind it's super simple you know, I might be rubbing my eyes, getting the sleep out of my eyes and just, you know, I'll sit there for a second and I'll think to myself, how do I want today to flow? You know, and and in my mind, it sounds like something kind of like this. It says, I'll say to myself, today I'm going to show up powerfully in all of my roles. All of those roles that are important to me, husband, father, entrepreneur, coach, lover, leader, I'm going to show up powerfully. I'm going to show up in full beast mode in all of my roles. With my clients, I'm gonna work on empathically listening, listening to them, and then being bold and courageous with my feedback. With my podcast recordings, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice just being authentic, just speaking my truth and being vulnerable. And then with my family, I'm gonna be fun and carefree and light and very intentional and very present. That's the type of thing that I'll just tell myself. It takes 15, 20 seconds. And that right there helps me to just set my course for the day. This is what I'm playing for, right? And it's it kind of aligns my energy in that direction, and it's like, okay, here's where we're headed. And so at least before my feet hit the ground, I'm headed in the direction that I want to be After that, after I set my intention, I'm always super thirsty, right? Because I've gone six, seven, eight hours without drinking water. So I'll drink some alkaline water, and at the the gym that my wife and I attend and work at, there's a, a water machine. I don't know what the name of it is, but, you know, you, you press the little levels on, I guess it's pH, and we fill up our huge jug, and that's the water that we drink. It's this, uh, this special water. You all know about more of it than I do, but uh, I, I drink about 10 ounces of that, and for me, I just grab my bottle. I have a huge bottle. It's like an 80-ounce bottle, and uh, I, I aim to drink all of that in the day, but in the morning, I just want to get like 10 big sips, right? I'll just sit there and I'll, I'll chug it down, 10, 10 big chugs. And that I, I really actually feel my body sort of wake up when I do that, you know? It's like my cells are getting replenished and my brain is, is kind of shaking off some of that, some of that uh, fog from sleep. And just taking 10 big sips of water really helps to just put my body in, in a great place that I can then continue on the rest of my day. After that, what I do is I read my mission statement. And I have my mission statement on my phone. I use uh, just like the Note app on my, I have an LG Android phone. And so I have it saved there. And so every morning, it's actually on a timer and it it opens up at 8 a.m. every morning. And so if I haven't clicked open and read it myself, then it's going to pop up on my phone anyway. But I'll read my mission statement. And that is such a powerful, powerful way to set your intention. Because when you've created a personal mission statement for yourself, you've packed that thing so full of powerful words and phrases and all those things that, that make you who you want to be. Really, you know, it's, it's that sort of uh, intention setting. So I do that on, um, on my phone. I read it off my phone. And if you're curious about my personal mission statement and what it is, Um, I did record an episode all about it where I share my mission statement and then I dig in and I explain why I put every single word there. And it's really a great episode. Uh, That one is called My Personal Mission Statement, Why Knowing What You're Playing For Will Change Your Life. So you can go check that out and there's also a link in the show notes. So I'll do that, I'll read my mission statement and then I get into some some mindfulness. Uh, Then I step into a little bit of meditation. And for me, meditation has just been a way for me to cultivate and deepen my relationship with myself and my relationship with source. And it's also a great way to kind of quiet things down and become present and really locked in for me. And I meditate for 10 minutes. I make it really easy for myself. I set a 10 minute goal and sometimes I might want to flow a little bit longer. Sometimes it's even shorter. It might just be five minutes, but I aim for 10 minutes in the morning. And I use an app called Headspace. Headspace is a great app and uh, they, they have 10-minute meditations. They're guided and I'll use that or I'll go on YouTube and I'll find a guided meditation on YouTube. Um, or sometimes I just want to hear the sounds of nature, like no technology. I just want to sit outside and hear the birds chirping because where I live in Georgia, there's just so many birds around us and you know we have these big, beautiful trees and it really is a a natural symphony each and every morning. It's amazing. And so a lot of times I just want to listen to that. And so I'll set a 10 minute timer on my phone. I'll go sit in our sunroom in my rocking chair. I'll close my eyes and I'll just get present. So after meditation, I go and uh, get Maya out of bed. She's normally ready to go at that point. And so then it's just playtime. I just have a little bit of fun time just playing with Maya and you know, she's kind of just getting getting herself going and I'm hanging out with Maya and I'm hanging out with Sarah and we're just having a little bit of fun family time in the morning and that's when we'll do breakfast as well and breakfast for me is pretty standard. I normally eat one of two things. Um, I'm having eggs and turkey bacon and, and toast or maybe a gluten-free waffle or something and um, or I'm having a big bowl of oatmeal and a smoothie. You know, that's my typical breakfast and I you know, for breakfast it's it's funny because that's my favorite meal of the day, but it's also the one with the the the, the less less, least boy, least amount of variety. <laughs> and you know I have I give myself like two options, and I'm fine with that for breakfast. For lunch and dinner, I want a whole bunch of options, but breakfast is super simple for me. And um, that's what I do. So I'll enjoy my food, I'll be hanging out with my wife and daughter, and that's just kind of puts me in a in a great place. So that's some mornings other mornings, I'm working out. So I'll go through what I just shared with you with the mission statement and the meditation, and then I'll go and, and do my workout. And on those mornings, I'm working out with a trainer, and it's great. I highly recommend that you have a coach in so many different areas, but particularly in health and fitness, it's just great to have a coach. Um, really, they can push you so much further and, and just inspire you so much more than you can yourself. And so I have a coach, and I've I've been I've had a, a personal trainer and a coach for five plus years now, and it's really great. And so I'll go work out with him, and he gives me an awesome workout, and it's really a a conscious fitness, it's conscious workout because the conversation that we're having is just powerful as well. Uh, and this this individual is my personal uh, my personal trainer, so my fitness coach and my life coach. So you know, obviously there's a lot of crossover in our conversation, um, but. Exercising in the morning just, it does so many amazing things for you. It, it gets your, you know, your, your blood pumping, your brain really awakens and, and activates. And I mean, for those of you who have ever exercised in the morning, and I know everyone have, has done it at least once, you feel great when you come back. You feel awesome. You just feel alive and charged up and energetic. And that's a, a beautiful place to be when you are setting out on having a powerful day. And so after my, my workout, you know, I'll come home, I'll shower. That's when I'll do breakfast and all that, like I said earlier. And then the last thing that I do in my morning before I really get rolling is I'll review my big rocks for the day. And my big rocks, those are the things that I absolutely want to accomplish in that day. And sometimes they're, you know, they're, they're all business related. And sometimes it's a mix of things, you know, like, for example, a, a big rock for me today was having dinner with my wife and, you know, making, making time. It's Wednesday and that's what we do on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Those are our date nights. And so having a, a nice date night with Sarah was one of my big rocks for the day. So I'll review my big rocks just to look them over again and kind of get clear as to what sorts of tasks and things I'm, I got going on in the day, whether it's podcast interviews or I'm working with clients or I'm speaking somewhere or I'm having a, a date with Sarah. And I'll go over my big rocks, and what's cool is that I have set these big rocks, I have written them down the night before. And so the night before, and I'll talk about that in my nighttime routine, that's when I sit down and I say, okay, here are the things that I want to accomplish the following day. And so that means when I get to my computer and I use Evernote for keeping track of my, my big rocks and my to-do's, when I open my Evernote, I'm not having to think about, okay, what do I need to do today? What's on the calendar? It's already done for me. I've already done that. So I'm simply reviewing. And I found that to be incredibly helpful. Incredibly helpful. Because in the past, I was simply you know, looking at my day and saying, okay, what do I know that I need to do today? And it was more reactive. And now it's much more proactive. And that means that you know I can be more intentional. And that's what having a healthy morning routine is all about. Setting yourself off on the powerful foot, on the right foot, so that you can just go crush it. That's what we all want. So that's my morning routine. And, you know, it works for me and it's something that I've built over time. And I've added things here and there. And, you know, I think the things like the intentions when I first wake up and reading my mission statement, those are some of the things that I've added recently that I've found have really, really helped me to just get on track first thing in the morning. So again, that's my morning routine, and now let's flow into my evening routine. So after the day has happened, and we're getting into the mid-late evening time, so probably around six o'clock, I guess, um, the first thing that I do is I go and take my dogs for a walk. And so for me, that is a wonderful time to begin my, my wind down, to kind of mentally wind things down. And I practice mindfulness while I'm walking. And that's something that like I didn't really think about years ago. I didn't think of, of practicing mindfulness or even meditating while walking. And I'll, I'll do a quick tangent uh, for a second. I traveled to Bangkok, Thailand a number of years ago. I've actually been twice. I, I took Sarah there on our honeymoon. I love that city. It's, it's such a fascinating city. I mean, the contrasts there are, are incredible. You have the old and the new and the fast and the slow. And it's just, it's wild. So while I was at Bangkok, we went to this, um, I don't think it's a would be considered a temple. It's more of a meditation house. And it was five stories. And on each one of the levels, they talked about and showcased and held space for a different type of meditation. So on one level, it was seated meditation. On another level, it was walking meditation. And that's, that's where, where I'm going with this. I had never heard of walking meditation. I, I didn't think that was a thing. I always pictured meditation as, you know, you're in that cross-legged position with your, your hands on your knees and your eyes closed and you're sitting straight up and you might be sitting on a little pillow. Or maybe you're floating, right? Maybe you're floating like six inches off the ground. But that's how I always envisioned meditation. And so when I was in this, this place in Bangkok, I was exposed to the idea of there can be walking meditation. And so I took that back home you know, when I returned and I started to use walks through nature as a form of mindfulness and as a form of meditation. And it's really been a beautiful thing. And so for my evening wind down, I take my dogs out and I leave my phone, I leave all my technology and I just walk through my neighborhood and we do about a 20, 30 minute walk and it's just a moment f- for me to, to be present, to listen to the birds, to listen to the wind rustling through the leaves, to pay attention to my footfalls and how my body feels as I'm walking, how my joints feel, to listen to the breath of my dogs and hear the clicking of their, their paws and their nails on the cement, to hear the jingle of their collar. And I find it so, so peaceful And and relaxing, it really is awesome, and so that's the first thing that I do. You know, that's that kind of kicks off my evening routine as I take my dogs for this walk. So then, when I come home, uh, typically it's time to get Maya ready for bed, and so you know she's twenty months old now, and so for the past twenty months we've had this very specific nighttime routine that both of us absolutely love, and I'm the one who does the nighttime routine almost every single night. And that started back when, like I said, when Maya was born and Sarah would be with her most of the day, especially those first couple of weeks and months because they would be nursing. She'd be nursing a lot. And so, you know, Sarah had that intimate time with Maya in the beginning. And so we wanted to make sure that I had intimate time with her as well. And for, for, for us, it was me doing the bath routine and the nighttime routine. So that looks like giving Maya a bath, having some quiet time together, reading and then me putting her down for bed. And so I love that that time. It's about it can be anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Sometimes we're just having fun and we're just playing. But for me it's just I'm so present with her in those moments. And you know, they're they're moments that I really cherish and it's time that I really, really enjoy. And so that's the the second thing that I do in the evenings. And then Sarah and I will have dinner. And Sarah is such an amazing cook. Oh my gosh. And the reason why she's such an amazing cook is that she pours so much love into her preparation and into her food. And, you know, she always makes sure that we have healthy, delicious meals to eat. She's she's constantly looking up new recipes, trying out new things. And I appreciate that. I, I appreciate experimenting. And we have our favorites. You know, we have like 10 meals that you know, maybe, maybe five, like five absolute favorite meals that we can go to at any time. But we're always trying to inject a little bit of variety in our mix. And, you know, I really am blessed. I'm blessed to have a partner who loves serving her family through food. It's a beautiful thing. So Sarah and I will do dinner. And we started doing this a number of years ago. Um, well, we started this probably when we first started dating. So maybe six, seven years ago. Uh, we We do gratitudes and we share what we're grateful for. And a lot of families do that. nothing special, but um, for us, it was always very informal yet very intentional. So most of the time, we're sharing our gratitudes as we're sitting down with our food. You know we we, we just like we'll just start talking and I'll say, you know i'm I'm grateful for X, Y, Z today, and I'm grateful for this, and we'll list maybe five different things. And then Sarah will go ahead and list her five different things. And they're very specific. You know, we try to be very, very specific with what we're grateful for. And most of the time, it's things that have happened that day. You know, so we might be grateful to our nanny for making Maya laugh and loving Hunter all day long. We're grateful for current clients and, and, you know, the trust that they place in us. And we're grateful for new clients, the ones that are going to be coming on in the near future who we haven't met yet. And, you know, we're grateful for the people who prepare our food when we go out to eat. And, you know, just sharing all those things. And I found that having this gratitude practice as a regular practice, I am more, I'm grateful for more and more things. Like, it's so much easier for me to rattle off 10 things that I'm grateful for and where before I had to really think, but it's just a muscle that we've repped over a period of time In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so I know that you've heard of the importance of having a gratitude practice, some sort of gratitude practice. And if it's something that you haven't really been able to get into, uh, maybe you've tried journaling gratitudes or writing them in your phone or recording them or whatever, and that hasn't really worked for you because it, ha- it didn't work for me too well. Like I kept gratitude journals on and off. If that doesn't work for you, then try what we do and just try sharing what you're grateful for as you're sitting down to eat. It doesn't need to be like a pause before you eat. Like we will we'll do it as we're beginning to eat. I'll have food in my mouth as she, as Sarah is just talking about what she's grateful for. And it's very casual, but you know, it, it's very intentional and that's worked super well for us. So, after we're, you know, we're eating or sometimes while we're eating, we'll watch some Netflix and it's just chill time for us. You know, our days have been full of of different things that have really uh, you know, required a lot of our brains and our our mental capacity and so we like to just unwind with Netflix and we enjoy watching comedy series. Uh, we love watching The Office. We, we like watching the show New Girl. That's a favorite of ours. And so we'll, we'll wind down with a couple episodes or something or maybe a movie. Uh, Sarah has gotten into the Star Wars flicks and the Marvel movies and all that stuff. And uh, again, I'm, I'm a very blessed man. So we might watch part of a movie or something. But it's just wind down time, maybe 30 minutes to an hour of doing that. Uh, and then during that, sometimes after or during that, we're getting points on our balance chart. And so I've mentioned balance chart a bunch of times in, in previous episodes. I think I talked about it earlier in this one, but it is a habit formation tool. You know, one of the the big components of the balance chart is it helps you to create healthy habits, form healthy habits. And so we each have our own very personal balance chart that has habits in there that are, are customized to our bodies, ourselves, and our goals. And each of us have a goal of completing 90% of all the habits on our BC every single week. We want to get 90% every single week. So we aim to do about 15% per day. So if I'm doing 15% every single day, then I'm going to be 90 plus by the end of the week. And so... After we've eaten and we're watching our shows, we're typically getting a few points. And a lot of times, it just looks like stretching. Stretching is a really great end-of-the-day uh, habit for us. And, you know, I, I have a number of different stretches that I do hitting all different parts of my body. Um, right now, I'm healing uh, a tweak on my shoulder, so I might pay a little bit more attention to my shoulder. But, you know, it's kind of nice. It, it, you know, I'm able to, like, lay down in different positions and breathe. You know just practice those deep inhales and full exhales while I'm stretching my body. And it really is relaxing and it kind of puts your body in a real peaceful place. And so you know we're getting our points and knocking things out and just doing those stretches. Uh, that's one of the one of the routines that we have. And then after that, dinner is complete. We're kind of done with the TV and the stretching and all that stuff. Uh, we tidy up. We tidy up the kitchen, we tidy up the den. The den is sort of our, our main room in our house. That's where our TV is. We only have one TV, so TV's in the den, and that's where Maya's toys are. So we just do a little quick tidy up, and it just makes both of us feel great that the space is sort of reset. So we tidy up the den, we tidy up the kitchen, we put away the pots and the pans, and we clean up, and our kitchen is clean before we go to bed, and our den is clean before we go to bed. And if those are the only two rooms in the house that are clean that's fine. And many days, that's exactly what it is. The bathrooms might be a mess and you know, the office might be uh, disordered, disorganized, but at least the den and the kitchen are nice and tidy and that makes us feel great. So at that point, I typically make a brief stop in my office and I'm setting the big rocks for the next day. I'm looking at what I got on my calendar. I'm looking at you know, maybe some of the things that have popped up in email or I'm, thinking, I'm looking at my goals. You know, I always review my big goals and I have a number of different goals that I, I set for myself. Um I set B HAGs, big hairy, audacious goals. These are like super far out there goals, you know, and and uh that I'm I want to have like posted on my wall, like these are the big things I'm playing for. Um, but they're if I reach them, amazing. If I get anywhere close to them, that is fantastic as well. So I look at those goals and then I also look at my 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 closer goals, right? Like The ones that are, okay, here's what I'm playing for in the next month. Here's what I'm playing for in the next six months. And based off of that, that's how I set my BHAGs for the following day. And I write, sorry, not my BHAGs, my big rocks for the following day. And by the way, the term big rocks comes from Stephen Covey and Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the idea behind the big rocks is, you know, imagine you have a a big container, like a, a vase, And you fill it up with your big rocks first. Those are the big things that you want to get done in your day. Those are your priorities. Then you fill it up with your smaller rocks. Those are some of the things that it'd be great if I got to them in the day. And then you fill it up with the sand, right? The little teeny tiny things that, you know, are not super important, but they come up. And the whole idea is if you do your big rocks first, you will make sure that the most important things in your day get complete. Because a lot of times what we do is we focus on the sand first, those little teeny things, all those emails that pop up, the people who are calling you on your phone, asking you to put out fires, the different things here and there. We focus on those, and that's all we do for an entire day. We never touch our big rocks, and we don't feel productive. We don't feel effective. We feel like we've been busy all day, because we probably have been, but we don't feel like we've made meaningful strides on any of the things that are important to us. So by focusing on the big rocks we make sure that we handle the stuff that is truly important to us. We handle those priorities before anything else. So that's where the phrase big rocks come from. So in Evernote, I'm setting my big rocks for the following day, and then I shut down the computer. The last thing that Sarah and I do is we like to be in bed around 10.30, 11, maybe 11.30, and we have some fun pillow talk. And that's like one of the, the, the coolest parts of our day. It's just sort of just light conversation we're typically laughing like crazy, just tons of laughter. And I love making Sarah laugh. That's one of my goals every single day, every moment. I, I don't take myself too seriously and, and Sarah can attest to that. So I'm always out to make her laugh and the bigger the laugh, the better. And I'll, I'll do some ridiculous things and I say some ridiculous things just to get a smile out of her. And so that's what, we end up doing for i don't know sometimes it's it seems like a long time we're just hanging out in bed and you know we've brushed our teeth and done all that stuff and we're just talking and we're just connecting and you know it's beautiful it's it's intimate and most of the time that leads to some amazing sex and that is an awesome way to end the day <laughs> in my opinion so that's my my evening routine and just like the morning routine i've added to it and I've I've created it over time I didn't have all those things in place all the time you know but the ones that are there now are super super important to me and when I don't do them you know consciously I might not know it or feel it but subconsciously I'm like oh it just doesn't feel right you know like man I didn't do the bath tonight I didn't get my my wind down time with Maya. Like tonight, for example, my mom was over and and when she's over, we let her do the bath and nighttime routine because it's special time. So I didn't do it tonight. So there's a part of me that's like, oh man, I didn't get to get that last little hug and the last little kiss before putting her down. So ideally, remember, it's ideally, this is like the perfect day. I do my morning routine fully and my nighttime routine fully. And those things are, they're like bookends on my day. You know, they, they really, they, they frame my day. And when I'm being that intentional and healthy, because everything I do is, is healthy, it raises my energy, you know, it, it, it gets me going, it gets me fueled, it gets me pumped, it gets me focused. And when I'm feeling those things, you know, I just, I rock, I rock, you know, like I'm, I'm living into my mission statement, I'm being that beast mode in all areas of my life. And that's what I strive for every day. And so I feel it. I absolutely feel it when I don't do one of the things in my routine. And it is very, very rare that I do nothing with a routine. I I would say it probably never happens. I'm always doing something. There's always some part of the morning or evening routine that I'm doing. And the days that I'm able to do them all, I'm like, I'm on top of things. You know, I'm rocking it, but I recognize that not every day is going to be like that. You know, we're traveling tomorrow, we're we're driving tomorrow, and I'm not going to do probably 90 percent of my morning routine because we're going to be up at six and on the road by seven. So that is what it is, and I'll be able to find my stride and find my you know my my cool space even without those things, but having them in place and knowing what sets me up for my best day is important. And so I invite you to look and reflect and just note what works for you. What types of things can you add to your morning routine or maybe take away? Maybe you've got a bunch of stuff. Maybe you have so many things in your morning routine that it's creating stress and anxiety because you feel like you need to meditate and do yoga and eat a smoothie bowl. And do an Instagram story and journal a bunch of gratitudes and appreciation and write down what you're gonna do in the day. And you know, like you you have a dozen things that you feel like you need to be doing. And if you don't get to one of them, you just feel crushed. You feel like your day is screwed. If that's how you're feeling, then absolutely, absolutely shift some things around. Because your morning routine is supposed to set you up for wins. Right? It's supposed to build momentum, in a positive and empowering direction. You're supposed to feel energized and excited about your day. If it's not doing that for you, then change it. You don't have to stay in that place. You know, you don't have to. It's all choice. And you are a co-creator of your experience. And being intentional and being proactive are powerful, powerful habits to build. And when you are intentional and proactive, over time, as they become habits, they start to become parts of your character, parts of who you are. And those, those aspects of character, like when you're able to develop that, you win across the board. You win in your health, in your relationships, in your business, in your spirituality, all of it when you are intentional And proactive. So share with me some of the things that you have added into your morning and evening routines or maybe subtracted for your morning and evening routines that have made them perfect and ideal for you. I'd love to hear about them. I'd love to see them. And as always, you can reach out to me, mattcbivins at gmail.com and love to get that connection flowing with you. And uh, I I appreciate you. I appreciate you hanging out with me today. And you know, these conversations are so much fun. And, you know, it it becomes more fun for me when I hear from you that this is what you want to hear. And that's what today was all about. You reached out to me and you said, hey, I want to know some of those success habits. So boom, there you go. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, whatever it is that you're up to. And, you know, go out there and just create your abundant loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens and here is to you having it all.